Anyway, I, I've got nothing for cold open. Who cares? No cold opens two weeks in a row. Got nothing interesting to say. There's so much good shit in the fucking middle of this podcast. Who needs a cold open? You know what I'm saying? Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I may not understand girl friendships, but I am your old pal, Bat. You do understand loyalty. I do understand loyalty. Rachel, I had a whole bit, something I wanted to do, and I can't remember what it was. You know, that just grinds your gears when you're doing podcasts, you know? Was it about when Fiona said that prom isn't just about eating dry chicken? Because that's something I... I couldn't forget because I didn't have, we didn't have a sit down prom. I got to say, we didn't have food at our prom. We went to dinner beforehand, but like, so there was no dry chicken. That's more of a wedding thing. I think I can't tell. I couldn't tell you. I do. I do not remember. I have no recollection whatsoever as to if we had food. I imagine we did have food because we did mm. not go out to dinner beforehand. Mm hmm. We hopped in a limo, went straight. I mean, we had we were at like a person's house. It was actually mm-hmm. my my house, my mm-hmm. parents' house, and there was like some kind of like spread there. Yeah. But I kind of think we had food. I think we had food at the prom. You got where was your prom? Was it at your school or was it at a another it location? At a, it was at another location. Was yours at, How long at was your that? school? No, no, mine was at the Raven Stadium. In the club level. Ooh. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Look at you. Yeah. We Mine I mean every year, me, like the was... prom committee had to find a place. And they also had to find the after prom location. Oh, you froze. Oh, should I do my should I check my uh are you are you on your five G's? I'm not. So of course hold it decides on, to everybody. freeze now that we're actually doing it. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe in this time I will that I'm going to my five G I'll remember what my bit was. Yeah. Right. Should be better now. What do you think? Yeah, definitely better. I don't remember what the bit was. It had some, I was going to like do a, I was going to like do a song thing and I can't, how I just watched these right before mm-hmm. we got on. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, remember to do that. And I didn't write it down cause I'm a knucklehead, but it might come to me, but, but it, you know, what are you going to do? I, um, I know what it was. Hold on a second. I know what it was. That's what I was going to do. It just came to me. Came right to me. Are you ready for it? This is well worth I'm it. Ready. Are you ready for it? Goes like this. Guess who's back? Back again. Charlie's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I got it. Yeah, no wonder you couldn't think of it because that's incredibly random. <laughs> Guess who's back, back again? Charlie's back to love friend. <laughs> Charlie. You were so excited when you saw Charlie, weren't you? I was very excited when I saw Charlie. She was back. There was so many things like this. This episode had. Oh, my God, I'm Charlie. I'm back. I'm not mad at you anymore. Uh, oh, my God, Marisol, I'm back. Drew's not mad at me anymore. And the best one of these, which I, I know we will have to talk about a great deal because it's mm-hmm. not even 
really part of any of the stories. Just the random moment of Riley's mom being, I'm Riley's mom. I'm back. I don't care that you're gay. I, I've, <laughs> my whole character arc has been written only. All I do is deny and be mad that you could possibly be gay. <laughs> but now, happy ending, I guess. Yeah, I guess she just gave up. She's like, well, he's moving away. So <laughs> well, he was just today's the day that I'm not going to care anymore. And we're literally I I just thought for a minute there. I was like, oh, the B story in the second episode is actually about Riley. And it's kind of shifting off of Anya onto Riley. And then it was like two scenes. And that was it. And then like his whole fucking character arc has also been about like, I can't talk to my mom about how I'm gay. And now he's just like, mom, get you're just going to have to deal with it, I guess. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I like liked his mom. I mean, I guess I gotta I say this was like some of the worst Riley acting. He is so. I thought I, I really He's thought so the same bad, way. so bad. And I was just like, oh no, this guy not a good actor. I know we don't like to do that, but I mean, it's hard not to hear, right? It's just like it's some. It's some I bad. say this as someone who's also not a good actor. But that's I, why I don't do it. I have never seen you do it, so I couldn't say one way or the other. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't even attempt to criticize yet. Mm -hmm. But when they cut and he was like, Owen oh, asked you to the, my mom, my mom says that you've got to get a corsage to match the dress of your date. Oh, Owen oh, asked you to the prom. Like, and just like, no. Was he yeah. angry? I couldn't tell. I could not tell. And then they just ended the scene there. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I guess they're not mad, but. Well, he's gone. He's never coming back to the show again, I imagine. No. Farewell. No, that's, that's it. Although prom is still coming, so he'll probably be in prom. Oh, yeah, because we kind of, like, extended this by having the prom after graduation. Which, is that a thing? No. Yeah. Um. He'll probably ours was, go. Ours was very far before, but we also did a dance right after graduation um, called the white dance because we wore white dresses and you could take your dress from graduation. You could do whatever you wanted to it. So people like, you know, cut it up or dyed it or, you know, did all kinds of different things with it. Mm. And that was the day after graduation. But our prom was like two months beforehand. <laughs> two months? It was like the beginning of April. Hmm. Mars was pretty close to the end, but mm -hmm. I don't remember if they served. But I went to yet. other proms from other schools and they were all also before graduation. Yeah, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you believe this Charlie was gonna go to a fucking high school prom? I was like, girl. I mean, she's not that old, but sure, yeah. She's like Jerry Seinfeld and and, and uh, <laughs> Fiona's like Shoshana. <laughs> Mr. I asked someone who was too old to go to my junior ring dance, and he said no. <laughs> and I don't blame him. <laughs> he was 36. <laughs> he wasn't quite that old, but he was too old. It was J Jesse Lacey. <laughs> it was, it was actually Jerry Seinfeld. If it was Jesse, Jesse Lacey, he would have been there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Of course, I'll go. I he would prom. wear the puffy shirt. I love prom. <laughs> I can't get enough of prom. That's why I'm dating a 10 year, 17 year old. Oh Guess who's back? But anyway, how you doing, Rach? What's up? I'm doing pretty good. We're uh, into November. Mm -hmm. I, there's not a lot to say about it. Uh, it was Guy Fox Day slash Bonfire Night yesterday. That's what's something. that? What's that? <laughs> 
That's a, that's oh, a Guy, guy Fox Day. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you said Sky Fox Day. And I was like, what the fuck is Sky Fox Day? It's it's a cable channel, Sky Fox. <laughs> it's, it's, I was like, I have no idea what that is. Sky Fox. I don't know about Sky that. Fox Day. Um, yeah. And now it's just, I mean, I guess it's a, there's some elections going on some places. Election day tomorrow. Max has off from school. Oh, I'm sorry. Guys, Max uh, got bit by a tick, and the tick had Lyme disease, but we think we might be in the clear because he had blood work done. We're hoping Max does not have Lyme disease. He had blood work done, and we found the tick within 24 hours, and we got on amoxicillin that day. So we didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't, we didn't fuck around with this shit. But again, no. this is why I don't leave the city, everybody. This is no, why there's I just don't... ticks everywhere. I don't. I mean, I don't. City. I'm now in a place where there's not ticks, but there's black widow spiders just frequently. monsters, monsters yeah. everywhere you turn. Monsters. Yeah. The only monsters in New York are the people and the rats who will take over one day. I was watching a movie. Maybe you've heard of it called Hellraiser. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, just, I, just like, mm-hmm. I like Hellraiser. And there's a scene in Hellraiser where they like hear a noise upstairs and we know what it is because we're watching we've we've been following along and we know it's like the rotting corpse of this guy but the the man doesn't know that and so he he's goes upstairs and he tells his wife he's like i'll go check it out and then he like opens the door and there's nothing there and he goes i told you it's probably just a rat nothing to be afraid of and i was like what (laughs) nothing to be afraid of you had a rat in your house (laughs) Perfectly afraid of a rat. Dude, I, I would be more afraid of a rat in my house than like a decomposing corpse of a scary brother that is what's upstairs <laughs> in Hellraiser. Like, yeah, because there's, less... there's something about the rat being in your house that is just terrifying. I had some friends who used to live on um, a corner kind of in London. Like they were the first house off the main street and there was a restaurant, like a takeout restaurant that was like right like next to them. And uh, they had a rat living under the floorboards in their house so they could hear it. And then eventually it died and it smelled like decomposing rat under the floorboards. What the fuck? What are you talking about? Like get rid of the rat. Go call an exterminator. I'm sorry. Yeah. You got to get that rat out of your house. Terrible. I mean, I can't. That's awful. Mm-mm. There's a like great that. movie you've probably never even heard of because it's a very uh, underseen movie. It's called Of Unknown Origin. And it is a, a movie starring Peter Weller, who played RoboCop in the RoboCop movie. But he mm-hmm. plays this um, gentleman who has this like high pa- powered job. He's very rich. And he gets like a very rich, like apartment, like a big, mm-hmm. nice, maybe it's not even an apartment. Maybe it's a house. I can't remember. I haven't seen it in a while, but <clears> it gets it. But there's a killer rat in it. And it's really just the movie is like him versus the rat. And the rat makes him go slowly insane. Mm-hmm. And it's a great movie of unknown origin. It's fucking crazy. I love that movie. I got to watch that again. It's a killer rat movie. Yeah. I mean, rats are very smart. They just freak me out. It's their tails. I can't with the tails. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with rats. Yesterday when we pulled in a raccoon ran like behind the car and I saw Mm -hmm. it and we were coming in from a trip and uh, not a trip, just a weekend. And, um, but I guess it's a trip. If you go away, Mm -hmm. if you go somewhere that's not your house, it's a trip. 
And um, we were unloading the car and I realized at, that I had like left the trunk open as I was like getting things out and bringing them in the house. And then I started to get paranoid, like, oh, fuck, the raccoon. What if the raccoon jumped in my car? That's a real fear, though, that you should have. Oh, yeah. If that you've is a just fear. seen mm-hmm. a raccoon. And mm-hmm. so after we like unloaded everything, I checked. But I was like very cautiously checking because I didn't want it to like jump out at me. And there was no raccoon in the car. So then this morning I got up and we were, and I was going to take Max to school and I went downstairs and I turned my car on and the windshield wipers were on. And then my blink, my blinker signal was on. Like it had been pushed down. And I was like, there's got to be a raccoon in this car. The raccoon must've been fucking around here all night and knocked all my settings. And I got nervous. It wasn't a raccoon. So I don't know. The raccoon was not in my car. Was it the ghost of a raccoon? I was going to say it could have been a ghost of another <laughs> raccoon that did it. Why were my windshield like wipers on? I feel like while your door was open, the ghost of another raccoon was like, I'm going to fuck with this guy because I can tell he's yeah. thinking about this other raccoon. Just going to do the blinkers and the but and the windshield wipers. How, why, why were my windshield wipers on? When I, tur- I turned the car in and immediately went, Rah! you know, like that dry windshield wiper sound on the window. There, it was yeah. not raining. I did not have my windshield wipers on at all yesterday. Why did you leave on? the kids in the car or did you immediately take them out? I mean, I, we, they all, they got out cause it was nighttime and it was, everybody's okay. going upstairs. I was the last one with the car. Mm. I took everything. So what made my windshield wipers go on and my blinker signal? The ghost of a dead raccoon. <clears throat> I think it could have been Definitely. the ghost of a dead raccoon. I mean, or the ghost of something else, but it's definitely a ghost. Ebenezer Scrooge. I mean, he's not a ghost. He was visited by a lot of ghosts. Are you Ebenezer Scrooge? Is that what you're trying to say? No. No. You know my dear friend Franny. He's my uh, my Mm -hmm. oldest friend, and he was one of one of the wonderful people I was away with this past weekend, and and um. (laughs) He doesn't listen to this. Doesn't matter. And even if he did, I he would. I'm not saying anything he doesn't want people to know but i real i found out this weekend that now he's in the phase of his life where he wears a nightshirt <laughs> much like ebenezer scrooge but not the hat oh but he'll get i mean if it's cold enough he might get the hat he should point. i told him he should get the hat mm-hmm. if he's gonna commit to it. it's a very long 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 like a dress mm-hmm. essentially i was loving it da, 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 da. mcdonald's <laughs> anyway that's nice. Sounds like a fun weekend. Yeah, it was fun. Kids were there, though. Terrible thing to say. They were crying. Love my kids. <laughs> but it's not the same. You know, I know it's different when they're not around. I went to see my friend when her kids were at a friend's house because she was like, I want to take advantage of the time that we don't have to do anything with them. I know. And then one of them came back home and she immediately was like, you got to play with me. You're going to stay, right? And I'm like, no, I have to go Speaking of friends, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Oh, yes. That happened since we've last talked. Yeah. And then by the time this comes out, it will have happened like a month ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just bad timing on our part, I guess. Yeah. We should try to do these closer to when celebrities die. Just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> Can't really time these things. I... um, I was not a huge... I mean, I watched Friends like everyone else did that I think is our age and had dead broadcast tv like in many countries also um but it's not a show that i ever returned to but there's still so many things 
not quite as memorable as Seinfeld, but there's so many things that I remember oh, from well. that show that were like incredibly iconic. Yeah. Um, and it was just sad. Like also having heard like him being interviewed for his book in the last year. And I was like, Oh, he, he really was like turning a new leaf yeah. and like had this new lease on life. And it's just sad that his body gave out on him. Did, do we, at this point, November 6th, they, do we know? We don't know for sure. They said a cardiac event and just based on the things that they said he has happened to him medically in the last like 10 years, I think that he had a heart attack uh, well. because I don't think your heart works as well when it's been through all of that. Mm -hmm. Myself also not a huge Friends fan. In fact, I think I've talked shit about both Friends mm -hmm. and more specifically the character Chandler, who I do, uh, which who is not a favorite character of mine. But Matthew Perry seems like a genuine dude, and that's a sad story. Mm -hmm. So, well, yeah. pour one out for him. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about Matthew Perry. We're not here to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, the r raccoon ghost that's living in my car. Or... Might have been the ghost of Matthew Perry. Coming oh to just fuck with you. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. He's like, how could could you be not liking Chandler anymore? And then he turned my. <laughs> I always think of Mister Ch Mrs. Chandler Bong. Yeah, that's pretty. Fun. Every time I think about Chandler, that show has some iconic things. I watched it, had, it like it had when its it moments. Aired. Yeah, I did too. And I did not, I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, I don't know if I stuck with it to the end. And I was like, all I remember is like, I know that like Monica and Chandler got together. I know that Rachel had a baby with Ross and that Phoebe was dating Paul Rudd. And he was like, yeah, that's pretty much the end. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess I did watch all of it then. I definitely didn't watch all of it because it was like, I was in college and that show was still on. Was, Same, because it ended in 2004. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It was on for 10 years. Oh, yeah. I was definitely not watching it. I probably did watch, like, the last episode, though, because, like, that was a thing. <clears throat> but yeah, we're not here I... to... Yeah, same. We're here to... What were you going to say? Do you want to say one more thing about Friends before we move on? I, I definitely was not watching that regularly, so I'm not sure but how I knew, kind of. I mean, I but I, I assume I watched it close to the end. Well, it's anyway, a, it's a classic show. The Friends, The Friends. I, but a couple years ago, my next door neighbor, when she was probably like my parents next door neighbor, when she was probably like 11 or 12, said to me, she's like, have you heard of this great show called Friends? Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. just like discovered it on Netflix. <laughs> it became a big game. Well, it's never gone away. It's always been a no. big thing. It's a big show. People love it. God bless. Everybody should love what they love. Love is love. <laughs> Love is love of friends. Love is love no matter what shows you love. It doesn't matter. Unless, of course, it's like fucking um, uh, Yellowstone. No, that's fine. Um, okay. Fox and friends or like um, uh, Sky Fox. Sky Fox. Sky Fox and friends. Sky Fox sounds like a like a Sylvester <laughs> Stallone character from the 90s. <laughs> Sky Fox. He's the best at what he does, Sky Fox, but you know, he's a little bit crazy. <laughs> you don't want to get messed up. You don't want to get mixed up with Sky Fox, but if you're ever mm -hmm. in trouble, you know, he's that loose cannon, but he'll, but mm -hmm. he's always going to, he's got your back. He's like, much like um, uh, Katie and her mm -hmm. closeness with Marisol. She's always got your back, Marisol. No matter yeah, what. Yeah, it's true. Speaking it's true. of Marisol, we're here to talk about Degrassi. 
More specifically, Degrassi episodes 1126 and 1127, the 26th and the 27th episode of the 11th season of Degrassi. Uh, they're the 256th and 257th episodes, but because of all the two-parters, it's the 183rd episode, or 183rd version of what we do. Uh, name of the episode is Take a Bow. Take a Bow is a late-period Madonna song. It's I could a Rihanna song, which oh. I didn't realize until I looked it up today. Have we done Rihanna? We have done Rihanna. Yeah, we did. Bye so. bye, is you big enough? Well, I I mean I was thinking of the Madonna song, but I like typed it in, and that's what came up. So I also feel like we've talked about the Madonna song "Take a Bow" before. I love that song. It's a great song. I've been singing in my head all day since I watched this episode. Is getting older. So we've done Madonna. We've done Rihanna. We've done both of them. Mm-hmm. So I, re- I don't really, I don't know. What, what, what you don't I, have a question for me? I give you a question. So we've Madonna and Rihanna. That would be an interesting collaboration. Mm. Rach, what's another interesting musical collaboration you would have liked to have seen? Oh, also, Ooh. did you listen to this new fucking Beatles song? You love the Beatles. I haven't listened to it. What? No, is it any good? No. I, I heard about it, but. No, it isn't good. Mm-hmm. I was in an Uber the other day and I heard Don't Dream It's Over and I thought of you. You should. Every I, I think everyone <laughs> who listens to this podcast in some respect, in some way, if they hear yeah. that song, thinks they're all about bad. I hope so. It's the greatest song ever. Yeah, not only was I in an Uber, I was in a Tesla 3 Uber, and I didn't know how to open the door. I can't believe you didn't take three minutes out of your life to listen to the last ever Beatles song. Well, it's going to still be there. I didn't, listen to, anyway. I didn't listen to it either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care less. I don't care. They cobbled together, but it's like AI Beatles. I, who cares? I saw Paul McCartney last year and they had weird, like they had taken some of the footage of from Peter Jackson's uh, edited documentary. Cause obviously he didn't film it. Um, and they had it so that like Paul was singing with John and I was like, I don't like this like hologram shit. <laughs> like It's not, it freaks me out. Do you know that like I, my reputation I don't think my reputation is that I'm a Beatles hater because I'm certainly mm-hmm. not a Beatles hater. Um, but I, I make jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do really like the Beatles, but I'm not like, you know, they don't mean mm-hmm. the world to me, but I'm going to tell you something. If I hear somebody else in the wild be like, the Beatles aren't good. I'm like, excuse me. Like, I really, I, <laughs> like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Cause it's such a, like to me, and I'm and I take this opinion. I'm like I I do this on the show a lot, but it's mostly uh-huh. for for like character uh, bits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a stupid contrarian opinion to take to be like the greatest rock band of all time is like not that good. Is like all and right. I think I think what makes the Beatles so iconic too was that they did a lot in a really short period of time, and then they never did it again. And so it's like. They were really only together for except like for six just years. now on November fifth when they released the <laughs> but that's last. Old. Yeah, no, it's like recorded a long time ago. I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. But it was weird watching like uh, the Get Back documentary and thinking about the fact that like 
that was like the end for them. Right. Like, and right. that was not that many years into them even being a band. And they were all like in their twenties. Like, it's, it's like wild to think about. They just did a lot and they changed their sound so much in a short period of time. They and I think if they had stayed together, they would not have the, well, they didn't, they didn't get they old have. enough to have like hackney diamonds. Like they didn't get, yeah, to which I life. have not listened to, but <laughs> I mean, no shade on Hackney Diamonds. I didn't listen to it either. And also, apparently, Hackney Diamonds is supposed to be like shattered windshield glass. But I lived in Hackney, and I've never heard that phrase. So Hackney Diamonds, for all the broomheads, are like, what the fuck are they talking about? It's the new Rolling Stones (laughs) Rolling Stones. Hackney (laughs) is also a borough in London, if you're not familiar with it. It's where I used to live, and it used to be very rough. Hackney is also the Beatles. They're a bunch of Hackneys. Hacks. Just kidding. I love the Beatles. I just like to make fun. But I do love the Beatles. It's a stupid contrary. Don't go to a party and be like, I can do it on the podcast. Don't go to a party and talk to people and be like, you know, I don't think the Beatles are that good. Because everyone's like, well, you're a fucking idiot then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to know someone who was like, the only thing the Beatles have, th- they stake their claim on is like what they did in the studio. And I was like, no, that's not even true. That's, and he used to say it all the time and he didn't really know music and mm-hmm. he would say he didn't like the Beatles and that would be his thing. It would be his, his argument was all their, their thing they're most known for is like the studio and the production. And I'm like, that's not mm-hmm. really true. They well, did yeah, Cause like that. towards the end they stopped playing live but that doesn't mean that like but they also when they played live it was like screaming girls <laughs> it oh, was yeah. not an enjoyable experience when did they stop playing live um i don't know exactly but they so the last time they ever played as a band together was that rooftop concert for the um that was in the get back documentary when they played get back on the rooftop of their building but so, that was like, and they hadn't played a concert for a while before then. And the whole point was that they were working on a new album and they decided they were going to do a movie because it was so much easier for them to do these movies than it was to tour and deal with all the stress that that was. I don't think I knew. And that. they all had all these girlfriends and wives and like, yeah. And then it was wild. Also, seeing Linda that McCartney, when, like Linda McCartney. Yeah. Linda, Linda McCartney and Yoko was there a lot. And, um, George Harrison's wife was not there, but uh, Ringo's was. But they were like, George Harrison was 24 when they did that. Like, he was such a baby. Who was George Harrison's wife that Eric Clapton wanted to fuck, right? Isn't that the story? Oh, yeah. um, Patty? Patty? Bonnie Raitt. I think it was Bonnie Raitt. (laughs) Raitt. What was her name? I can't think of her name. I can picture her face, though. Um, Fuck Eric Clapton. Yeah, he turned out to be a real douchebag, which is unfortunate. He's a very good guitarist. Who cares? Who f- Patty who Boyd. Patty Boyd. Fucking cares about his, his guitarist. <gasps> Not to give you consolation that there is no sin against music. <laughs> that is worse than the unplugged version of Layla. <laughs> you got me on my knees, Layla. That song. That is the worst. I'm begging, darling, please, Layla. Fuck you, Eric Clapton. (laughs) I hate Eric Clapton. I actually, I will be very honest. I, even before Eric Clapton, like, came out as a racist, I hated him anyway. I think I've been talking shit about him. Oh, I didn't even know he was a racist. I just knew he was, like, Mm. a COVID denier. 
Yeah. Oh, he's also a racist. Okay. Yeah, he's bad awesome. news. Get him out of here. Send yeah. him. Send him to. Uh, you know where I'd like to send him to the island known as Hackney Diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to Hackney Diamonds? Not a. Not a. Not a chord not a moment mm-hmm. of it have i listened to no but the beatles never got old enough for a voodoo lounge or a hackney diamonds thank god no sergeant papars though they have sergeant papars lonely hearts club band <laughs> i do i do appreciate like that the rolling stones are in their 80s and still playing i mean I got, Courtney is too but i'll be honest it's I just, got, it's yeah go ahead it's it's wild to yeah. watch them i'm I got, like i don't know how I have no shade for um for uh who are we just talking about? The Rolling Stones. Do it do mm-hmm. it forever. I yeah. so who cares? People like it. It's fun for people. People like to hear them play Sympathy for the mm-hmm. Devil. L- live it up. Yeah. Who cares? Why are you I mad mean, about most, it? I mean, the sad thing is that most of the musicians write their best stuff in their 20s, and that's just kind of how it's been. Yeah, I mean, that's because that's when you really... I think it's when you have a lot of feelings and it's also when you're hungry and you really want mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> Layla, <ba-bum-bum. laughs> you got me on my knees, Layla and Layla, the Derek and the Domino's version fucks. I'm not going to sit here and be like, that's not good. Cause that song mm-hmm. rips. That mm-hmm. unplugged version of that song is one of the worst things in hit in American history. Mm-hmm. Sorry if if you like it. It's not I, you're it. I, that's just my opinion. One man's opinion. I mean, it's the right opinion, but it's one man's <laughs> opinion. You can like what you like. Don't feel like you need to get mad at me. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was our music chat for the week. I guess the Hackney yeah. Diamonds chat. The Hackney Diamonds. Shitting on Eric Clapton chat. Oh, we were supposed to talk about who we want to collaborate, but honestly, I have no <laughs> Eric idea. Clapton and <laughs> fucking George Harrison. I want George Harrison to collaborate with Eric Clapton. By oh, I want the yeah. I definitely want the um the hologram of George Harrison to collaborate with Kesha. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. You know what they would sing? My sweet Lord. La-da-da-da. I could see Kesha. Do. You really yeah. want to kneel. What do you want to say? I want to see. Uh, um, Who do I want to see collaborate? Some cool dudes and some cool, maybe some cool dudes and dudettes, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, Like, um, I don't know, like, like, uh, Chad Kroger and Fred Durst or something like that would be pretty good. Or, well, that would um, be, I, I'd expect that. That'd be pretty good. Or like, um, uh, the guy from Stained and, uh, I love him. He's mm-hmm. good. I'd like the to see him. Stained. <laughs> yeah. He's big, loves Trump. He'd be good. I'm not with surprised. Like, um, he'd be good. Him and Bonnie Raitt, maybe. <laughs> Bonnie Raitt's like, don't drag my name into this. No, don't put me here. <laughs> now, what did I do? All I, I mean, did Lady was be Gaga's exquisite. collaborating with the Rolling Stones, so. That's true. Yep. They were hackneying all over those diamonds together. You never know. I don't know. I don't care about, I don't really care about collaborations. Do you? 
No. <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute. But actually, no, I don't want to hear collaborations. I want to hear the original people doing their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's it. It's like when Wrap you have a guest up. star on a TV show for two episodes and then they disappear again. Like when Kiki Palmer was on Degrassi. She was so good. She was so good. She wanted to date Sav. Sav gets around. He does. How'd you feel? Right. How'd you feel when you were seeing all your friends graduate, Rach? It wasn't as touching as some of the other graduations. I, f- I feel like there's been ones where I I cried a little bit during this episode, but not during the graduation scene. Oh, you cried when I know exactly when you cried because you would be made of stone if you didn't. When Fiona showed up at the hospital and brought Anya and Shantae out with those dresses and mm-hmm. she was and it was like fucking waterwork city for your boy. And for my friend Rachel, too, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, so in tears. And then I got a little choked up on something else that still happened after that because I was still so sad about because it was probably Owen and Anya right when they were kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, should I read my blurb first? Before oh, we yeah. Get into I'm it? sorry. I jumped right up. As I always okay. do that. Hit me with your best blur, Bridge. In Take a Bow, our year 12ers graduate. I would call them, I didn't put this down, but it's like they're the class of 2011, but this is like very retconned where like there was no class of 2010. So it's a little bit confusing. Um, But they are our class of 2011. Um, Plus Fiona falls back into drinking. Anya has to train for boot camp and Katie's not ready to have sex. That's good. That's the, and that's the podcast. We did it. Good that's job. That's it. Rich. We did it. Done. Okay. We Great can go back job. to talk about Hackney Diamonds. I want to talk more about Hackney. <laughs> An album I have never nor will never listen to. Um, <laughs> my my friend's a music critic, and she got to go to that um that concert that they York, did for yeah. like to kind of release it in New York, and then she wrote a whole thing about like you should listen to this old song and and this new song and like kind of pairing up like which old Rolling Stones song to listen to and which new one to listen to. And That's I didn't cool. listen to any of them. Shattered. I like shattered. I love the Rolling Stones. Don't get me they wrong. They have good music from all time periods. Like they have good stuff that came out later. It's just not all of it. It's like a song. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the only one with mixed emotions. You like mixed emotions from Steel no. Wheels? Yeah. I really liked um, that one. I don't know if that was the name of the song, but it was like, has anybody seen my baby? Where they were like giants in the music video. Love is Strong was the name of that song. Really? When they're, yeah, when they're big, yeah, they're like yeah. stepping over yeah. the buildings. Yeah, that's yeah. Love is Strong. I like Love is Strong too. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I'm into it. I got to see them on their Bridges to Babylon Ooh. tour. That's the only time I've seen Rolling Stones. I think we've probably talked about it before. B the to cores B. opened up for them. The fucking cores. <laughs> <laughs> only time I saw them. What was the cores big song? I don't know. They had one big song. They had they, one song. They yeah. also had that cover of I mean, the they had Ryan Adams song. song. They did the cover of the Ryan Adams song with Bono. Where the stars go blue. But that was a cover. They had a big song. Mm-hmm. Anyway, talk about Degrassi while I look up the core's big song. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's gra- take a bow, of course, it's graduation episode. This was a, I thought these were two pretty good episodes. 
They have a song called Breathless. Now that's not come that on, sounds leave me breathless. Oh, 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 oh. come on. Isn't that them? Le- it must be. That must be it. It must that's be them. That's a yeah. fucking popular song. That's a banger, right? That's a pretty good song. Is that them? That come on. I think so. Play it on Spotify. Yeah, it certainly is. It opens exactly opens with go on. That's a good song. Can I swear to your kiss? Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm left breathless by this episode of Degrassi. I'll say <laughs> it was a it was a pretty good episode, except for that weird Riley story that didn't go anywhere. It was pretty good. Um. A story's Fiona, I guess. Fiona. Yeah. She's. Can I ask you a question? If Fiona is not graduating and has to mm-hmm. repeat the grade, why the fuck does she have to take the exams? I don't. I guess she still has to. I don't know. That is a really good question. Because it's not like she's taking a year 11 exam. She's taking the same year 12 yeah. exam as everyone else. So, because she's still in that close of year 12, right? But I also thought that she only I thought that she I wasn't sure that she had to repeat the whole year like originally because I was like, she didn't miss a whole year. She missed like a couple months. Um, She just wasn't graduating. Yeah, but still. So I was going to graduate next year. But yeah. Right. So why are you taking the tests? Listen, it doesn't really matter. It's just no. It's just a moment I noticed. It's it's just the superintendent of plot devices at work again. I don't know who wrote this episode or who directed it. I did not notice. But like you didn't even have to have her taking the test. That was the thing. And then she was like, I think I failed my mm-hmm. history exam. And Charlie. But it doesn't like, matter because she'll take it again anyway. Yeah. And then Charlie was like, is, what do you th- is there anything I can do for you, Fiona? <laughs> They run so uh Anya and Holly J and Fiona are prom dress shopping and they run into Charlie on the street. Charlie and her scooter. Char- Charlie on the street. <laughs> and she ran yes. up to them and she was like, For five dollars, who is Betty Davis? <laughs> What's Billy Eichner up to these days? I haven't heard anything about him in a while. Is he still yelling at people on the street by Madison so. Square Garden? Not Madison <laughs> Square Garden, so. Madison Square Park. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'll give you a dollar if you could say one line from Mommy Dearest. That was Charlie. She just ran <laughs> she just ran up to Fiona and she was like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, no wire hangers, of course. And then she gave her a dollar and that was the end of it. She drove mm-hmm. away on her scooter. <laughs> uh, For two dollars, tell me the name of the Coors song. Breathless. She was like, breathless. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Charlie on the street. <laughs> Charlie on the street. My Actually, to be new. fair, Charlie on the streets. Charlie on the street would be, would be like. <laughs> she'd run up to them and be like, for a dollar, what does a piston do? Because she rides motorcycles. <laughs> but she would be more like, hey, guys, hey, what sir. does a piston do? <laughs> I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me. How, uh, how do you oil a sidecar? I don't know if it's just this. <laughs> she would have a sidecar. <laughs> Fiona would also ride in that sidecar with the cat. She would love it. And they'd both have little helmets on. Come on, leave me, Charlie. <laughs> I died so, to Charlie. <laughs> so, Charlie. All right, you go ahead. <laughs> Say, Charlie has an 
an art show opening and she tells Fiona that she would love if she came to it. Yeah. And Anya and uh, Holly J are like, you're not seriously thinking about going to that. I also sort of forget that they forgot that they broke up because Fiona failed to disclose that she was an alcoholic. <laughs> Fair. Um, and so, of course, she goes to the art show and we got to talk about this painting of Fiona. because <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, before she goes to the art okay. show, what happens is, is that she finds out that now Anya's going to go to prom with Riley as a friend and Holly right. going to go with Sav as a friend. And even though they're just all going as friends. Fiona's so worried about being a fifth wheel that she doesn't want to or seventh wheel because she couldn't do the math there, which might be why she's staying back a year. Fair point. She was like third wheel or fifth wheel or seventh wheel. And <laughs> like it's definitely and fifth, but sure. Holly J goes, relax. Nobody's going to be any wheels. And then wheels showed up from the original show. And he was like, yeah, what? Yeah. Not in a wheelchair, which was so surprising. because No, no. <laughs> um, so then she's like, where am I going to find someone? Lesbianpromdate.com. She's so like, and it's like, well, you could just ask someone as a friend. So then she decides to ask Eli as a friend and they have a great scene. Great scene. Where she asks Eli and Eli's he's volunteering. So he's going to already go to the prom. I was a little bit confused by that. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, they didn't go into it. And so then Eli's like, is there someone you do want to go with? And Rhymes she, with gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. It was Charlie. That was the answer. It was Charlie. Yeah. Uh, no, Eli, Charlie. Eli and Fiona are great. They're the, they're great. I love them. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that she would go with Eli, but obviously that would make the story end there and we wouldn't have kept going. I ended up having to sit through the open for some reason. And the open Fiona is paired with Eli and they're like watching a play directing mm -hmm, a play. Mm -hmm. But I guess that could just be from all the stuff that already happened. But I'd like yeah. to think that it is bodes well for their future friendship. Oh yeah. Cause she's got to stay back a year. So we've got more of this. Poor Fiona's just like really just like devastated that Holly J. She just is really codependent with Holly J. I got to say. She is. And she doesn't really know how to be on her own. She also has a twin. So I kind of get that. Like she's not used to being on her own. I forgot about Declan, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I did until I just mentioned it. Um, but you're right. And yeah. I think that she's just like used to having someone around and then she's like kind of emancipated and lives by herself. So I, I think that she's probably a little bit lonely and a little bit lost. And I think the whole staying back a year is going to be really hard on her. That's I think if she was leaving and going off to college somewhere else, she wouldn't feel that weird, but it's more so the staying behind. Yeah. That's actually a really good, like writer writing and character development. Now that you say mm -hmm. that because yeah, it's her, she's a twin. So of course she like is very codependent with one other person and it's Holly J. She really mm -hmm. can't handle the fact that Holly J is leaving. It's very sad. No. And Holly J is so stable and such like a good presence in her life, um, oh, especially yeah. with all the things that she's been through. Um, I mean, Holly J has gone through a lot, but Holly J has her shit together. Whereas like Fiona doesn't have her shit together. No, she doesn't. But not like Anya doesn't have her shit together either. So it's not like, <laughs> it's not believe... like there's a lot of people in this group who are like really with it. Holly J is the only one. I can't get over the fact that Anya's story is ending with her going into the army. Like, it's just so odd. It, do it doesn't feel real. Like, I did not believe it. 
so, f- Private McPherson reporting for duty. This is the first time I've worn the uniform. First time I've Which is felt- a tank top. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't believe it's that tank top. She looks like M. Bison. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Charlie decides. Charlie decides. Fiona decides to ask Charlie to go to the prom with her. So she goes um, to find her painting in the gallery space or wherever um, she finds out. And, and there's this like kind of weird interaction where she's like, go ahead. Kind of, kind of, um, I don't know. I think that Fiona's trying to feel out how Charlie feels about her before she yeah. asks about the prom. And what turns out is that, so Charlie's moved back in with her mom and she didn't want Mr. Tuxedo pants there. So the cat's living in the gallery. Mr. Tuxedo pants gets a lot of, gets a lot of no love in this episode. Let me tell you. Oh, poor cat. So Fiona is mean to the cat. And then like everybody laughs about it. And I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> if anything- she's not even, it's not even that she's mean to the cat. It's weird because she's like, I'm setting you free. And it's yeah. like, that's not what house cats need, but sure. <laughs> she like, well, she's also two full wine bottles. Two, they were like magnums. They, they were. were. She drank massive. a lot of wine and still managed to get up and go to that fucking graduation and fight with I Ollie I was impressed. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I couldn't do that with three glasses of wine. Let alone two magnums of fucking shitty Pinot Grigio from... Definitely, that was definitely budget wine too, because it was from her bad art art show. Mm-hmm. So she, sorry. So what happens? She said she would take. Tuxedo. So this was this was when she just went to visit first, and right. she like talks like agrees. Charlie agrees to go to the prom with her, and she's gonna take her cat and watch the cat for her. Yeah. And Mama Coin is coming to town, and so Fiona's cleaning, and she's in a good mood about things. Like she's very happy about it. Um, so she decides that she's going to go to the art show and Holly J is like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. Holly J at this point, this Holly, Holly J does know they're going to prom together, but Mm -hmm. Holly J is like, you sure this is just as friends. And, and on uh, Fiona says, if I go and it feels weird, I'll stay, I'll end it. But really what is happening is Holly J is concerned because she thinks that, uh, Charlie has feelings, but really it's Fiona who has the feelings and is trying to like. Yeah. And they try to make you think that Charlie has feelings because she talks about how she inspired her to paint, um, you know, after they broke up and then she painted this painting of her and says these really kind things to her. So it does really seem like, Oh, she does like her. But then we find out that this person that I thought was like someone who worked at the gallery turns out to be Charlie's girlfriend. Yeah. And we find this out after Fiona's bought the painting of herself for 1500 loonies. <laughs> I've been waiting for the moment I got to say that. <laughs> you say it took me by so, by so much surprise. You would think it was me doing a step siblings <laughs> porn bit. That's how that's how unprepared I was for you. I watched I watched a a a bit thing about someone finding out some guy who was attracted to some girl and then finding out that oh he oh, that he felt 
she felt he was like uh, trying to say to his friends that like, oh, you know, this girl was saying that she like really likes me. She's really vibing with me, but that she really felt like I was her brother. And then he's like, but maybe it's stepbrother. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's hot. That makes it sexy. That's hot. <clears throat> Dude, that was so funny. 1500 loonies. I don't know. That kick. I was so unprepared for it. <laughs> She made this painting of Fiona that is a travesty. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, my God. As someone who studied art and works in that field, it is something. No they, wonder no one wanted to buy it. I mean, I, who was going to buy that by, besides Fiona? No one's going to buy it. Dude, who commit? Like, obviously, somebody had to do that painting. Mm-hmm. They paid them, must have not paid. I hope they didn't pay them very much for it. Because the nose that the whoever painted this painting did of Fiona's nose, it was like the smallest thing you ever did see. I, I couldn't <laughs> even handle it. And they kept showing it like they were super. Like, if I was the director of this episode, I would be like, let's make sure that's a, a pretty blurry. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible painting. You're not a good artist. Charlie. I'm amazed that she got a whole show. I know. But, you know, there's a lot of galleries out there. Oh my god. That that when that I I swear to you from the bottom of my heart when they showed the painting and Fiona saw it, I thought it was going to be Fiona being like repulsed by it. Cuz obviously it's so bad. It's like when they made that wax statue of like I don't know. There's somebody like. Who was it? Oh, the Ronaldo statue. Of who? Who was it of? Ronaldo. Who's Ronaldo? The soccer player. Yeah. Yes. Cristiano Ronaldo yes. and his face looked really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. like the equivalent of this. And <laughs> this I was is, like, well, no, this is like the, the Jesus painting that that person repainted. Remember the Jesus painting? I do remember the Jesus painting. But I, I was know like, someone who dressed up like that for Halloween once. That was a good Halloween. <laughs> But I was totally expecting Fiona to be like appalled. But no, she was like, oh, my God, she was so touched. Mm -hmm. Fiona's kind of a dumb dumb, I guess, which we kind of know. She failed her history test. So. So, yeah, this painting was the shits. Mm -hmm. The drizzling. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Um, But she bought it for 50. But they sold it to me anyway for 1,500 loonies. <laughs> anyway. And she bought it. And she felt so stupid because then this lady was like. Well, then she is- finds out that this is her girlfriend, Meredith. This isn't just like some gallery lady. So then she immediately gets into drinking. Dude, a lot of stuff has happened to Fiona over the last however many months. Yeah. But this. I really- do. I. <clears throat> yeah, I. Sorry, keep going. No, hit me. Hit me. Go ahead. When when we get to the point soon when Holly J gets upset with her, I I actually was a little bit frustrated with Holly J in that point because even though she had something to be really happy about, I don't think she realized how upset Fiona was. Right. Like when she tells her about her kidney transplant, it's like, well, you this will make you happy. And it's like it. Why would it make her? Ha- I mean, of course, like she'd be happy for a friend, but she's still going to be devastated about what's happening. in her yeah. life. It doesn't necessarily make it all go away. And at that point, she knew the truth. But that's where like the Charlie stuff was confusing to me because it felt like Holly J didn't think that Fiona had feelings for Charlie. 
and that Charlie was the one with the feelings. So and when- I don't even know that it was the feelings. I think it was just, I mean, what's, what really seems to be hitting Fiona as she says when she's drinking on the fire escape and lets Mr. Tuxedo pants out to be free is that she needs to learn how to be alone. And that's yeah. why this cat needs to leave her. Right. And to be fair, like that's a very different thing than like the having feelings for Charlie. But I think that I she agree. doesn't You're know right. how to be friends with Charlie. I think right. that she only knows how to be Ooh, girlfriends with Charlie. That's a very good point. Yeah. And also she's obviously very distraught over the fact that Holly J is leaving and Holly J. I don't, I also was more frustrated with Holly J than I was Fiona. I just think we like Fiona, but also I think it's true. Well, I like, like Holly J a lot, but I think <clears> that she, <sighs> It's a huge thing for Holly J. And the thing is, like, Fiona's reaction to it was, like, not okay. But I think Holly J should not have brought it up at that point. I don't think that was the time or the place. <laughs> Fiona was I don't also think, like... But I also don't know if she realized how upset Fiona was. Fiona was also like, um, I mean, it was going to happen. <laughs> like, we knew it was happening. She offered. This is just, that was the celebration. This is just now kind of, like, the clinical yeah. stuff to it. Yeah. That's not yeah. what she said, but. That's what I was thinking also. Mm-hmm. But the thing about that Fiona, that Holly J was not being, I, I don't think, um, empathetic enough to was the idea. The thing that's dragging her down so much is, like you said, being alone, Holly J leaving, mm-hmm. not have and having to like redo this thing. And mm-hmm. obviously we find out that everyone all they're all having an existential crisis about it in their own way. And neither of them yeah. really knows how how heavy it is for the other one because they haven't really talked about it and then they have that moment which is nice yeah um that brought more tears yeah but but yeah so initially she gets drunk she takes the two magnums of pinot grige she hides them under her bed oh dude she drank so much she got so drunk she set mr tuxedo pants free every overslept and like was going to be late for graduation. And her mom was suddenly in her apartment. Oh yeah. And she had to hide those bottles right quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her mom, but her mom understands her mom at the very least was like, but also her mom is like, do you really need me to go? Cause I'll go. But it's always like couched in that. Like, I don't really want to, but I'll go. <laughs> yeah. I could go to this luncheon instead, which yeah. is why I'm actually here. The luncheon. Um, so Fiona goes to graduation. They get into a little bit of an argument. Mm -hmm. Fiona goes to get more booze. Mm -hmm. Gets stopped by Charlie. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, because this is all kind of part of the story, like Holly J is a valedictorian. Mm -hmm. She's given the speech. Sav wins the music award and tries to hug Miss O. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like all boned up. She's like, oh shit, no, don't look. Um, yeah, they read all the names out of alphabetical order, which was very strange to me. Snake was happy to 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 have everybody graduate. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. sweet. Anya McPherson graduated. Shantae Black graduated. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Riley Stavros. Riley Stavros graduated. Uh, Sav Bandari. Sav Sav Taj Bandari graduated. No, Allie. else we still cared about? That was it. Those were all the people we cared about. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is younger. Yep, everybody else is still hanging about. So... Made Fiona stay back a year or so. It did feel like a lot of Holly J's speech was 
directed at Fiona. It was very like lovely about friendships mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. scared she was to move on and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's like mirroring how Fiona's feeling. Mm-hmm. So then Fiona goes to get more Pinot Grigio somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she-, <laughs> she goes to the wine store. That's what it's called. Just the wine store. <laughs> And she runs into Charlie outside. She's paying some guy to buy her some wine. Mm-hmm. She runs into Charlie and Charlie's like, what's that? And Charlie's trying to be very kind to her and try to be helpful. But then Fiona's just like, oh, by the way, I lost your cat. And <laughs> like, I th- could not believe the way she dropped the news about this. Like, it, she didn't really care. Well, it really feels like nobody in, in at Degrassi Community School really cares about cats very much. They sort of think the cats are just like, fuck them. Throw him out of the house. Yeah. Let him because they all laughed about it. And Charlie was justifiably very pissed. She was like, That's my cat. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you fucking asshole. And then she said, The problem is, and then I thought she got a little bit aggressive. She was like, No, the thing with you is you um, push people away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretty soon and that's why you're, you're always alone. And she's like, You're gonna do it to too many people too many times, and no one's gonna come back. And then I mm-hmm. thought this was going to send Fiona into more of a spiral. But because Fiona's the best, she just got up and she goes, you know what? There's actually somebody I need to see. And that's when she showed up at Holly J's last dialysis. And it was very touching, very moving. And she was she. Holly J is going to miss prom because she's getting her kidney transplant on the day of prom. The same day. And they really dropped the news like. The thing is, if you get a don like a donor kidney for someone who has died, which is normally how you get a lot of, I mean, not so much with kidneys because we all have two and you don't have to have two, but like for organ transplants, it can be very last minute. But like this is a planned thing with her birth mother, and I'm like, yeah. how did they just like drop the date on her like a couple days in advance? Exactly. That seems a little weird to me. I know. As someone does- who had surgery recently and it was planned a month and a half in advance, like I was like, this is the superintendent of plot devices. A hundred percent. Yeah. Guess who's back? Back again. The superintendent <laughs> of plot devices. Um, so they Fiona somehow plans in this afternoon to have a prom, but the prom mm-hmm. is only Holly J. Shante, Anya, and Fiona, and they get in a limo, mm-hmm. and they go to Degrassi, and they, like, I don't know, throw streamers on the side or something. And she says, yeah. you know, prom isn't just, like you said, what did she say about not having chicken dinner? Prom isn't just about eating dried chicken and dancing to living on a prayer. Oh, wow. That's cute. Which it is about dancing to living on a prayer. It every is. generation. Except, for, I mean, except for before that song came out. No, I think they did, too, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. It was the original version. There's like a Frank Sinatra living on a prayer. Oh, please. If Frank Sinatra <laughs> made it long enough, he definitely would have fucking covered that on like some shitty fucking like <laughs> modern album. You know, he would have done that like a modern I, songs so album. I found out recently I was visiting my friend the other night and they live really close to a um, like eastern center meditation kind of place i don't know exactly what it is and um supposedly like george harrison had given a lot of money there like no surprise and she was like but you know so did frank sinatra and i was like frank sinatra was like into meditation and like eastern philosophy and like apparently i was like i never would have guessed that 
Anyway. Frank Sinatra's album of Living on a Prayer. Alternative standards. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she what I got, this, like, you gotta give it to your mother. This really nice pre-prom, and they that was Frank Sinatra singing "Give It Away" on his <laughs> album. <laughs> you know that Anthony Kiedis turned like sixty the other day, with or the sixty piggies something. On the I can't believe he's in his sixties, Anthony Kiedis. They're all in their sixties. Yeah, it's wild. How old is Corgan? He's got to be in his 60s too, right? Or close, close to it. Close, yeah. I think he just married someone who's like my age, but... He did. They just got married pretty pretty recently. He might not actually be that old. He might be just closer to like 50-ish. Yeah. <clears throat> I would like to hear... Anyway, so Fiona plans this really nice pre-prom get together they get all their hair and makeup done they ride around in a limo out the top which is just gonna mess up that hair and makeup that they just got done that scene that that scene of like cutting to all of them like out of the limo on top was like i don't know it was weird it was a waste of time <laughs> i didn't think we needed to spend that much time on it but sure yeah they were all smiling at out of the sunroof and mm-hmm. in toronto behind them yeah shante well so when they get to the school and they throw the I, it was like crepe paper streamers, which I will never not think of as creepy paper now forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, all over the trees. Uh, Shantae changes the sign to say we were here. Yeah. Right. And, and they, there's wet cement by just by chance. And they leave their handprints there. But Fiona decides not to because she's not leaving yet. And I'm like, she probably could have unless she was worried she was going to get detention. I, was that why she thought she'd get in trouble? I, don't, I was like, why her? wouldn't she do it? You should. You're a part of this, too. I just realized I wanted to do like a whole Frank Sinatra doing like standards thing, but they totally did that on SNL when they did the duets. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Frank Sinatra duets. They probably did him singing with Anthony Kiedis, which is funny, though, to be honest. That would be a good one. Yeah. Um, That was also when they all and forgive me if you said this and I missed it, but they all sort of like admitted to how unsure they were. Shantae Mm -hmm. saying she's going to be a small fish in a big pond. Anya saying, what the fuck am I doing going into the army? And which rightly so. I also wonder what you're doing going into the army. Holly J was saying that she was afraid she wouldn't make as good of friends as she had in Degrassi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Fiona admitting that she just drank for the first time in three months. Yes. She was worried Holly J would be disappointed in her. And they all sort of like weren't that bummed out about it yeah okay yeah and then fiona goes to apologize to charlie Mm -hmm. and charlie's okay about it because the cat came back on his own because he's like i'm not a street cat (laughs) house cat (laughs) and so that's fine and charlie was like do you want me to help fix things with holly j and she's like no i actually already did that but then she was telling her that she's actually going to check into rehab yep yep good for her I thought she already went to rehab. I think she did, but, but I think she's going back because she had the relapse. Yeah, and because she can afford to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to like one of those f- to f- passages Malibu. Yes, passages. Uh, passages Malibu. I kind of want to go to passages just to go. Like it sounds like it's not a bad. <laughs> sounds like it's not a bad it place does. to be. I would love to go to passages Malibu. I mean, like. I don't have to sit on my computer for work all day. Like my, the only reason I w- can I go and drink though? Can I, uh, can I drink there? <laughs> Cause I'm going to want to drink. Yeah. They feed you. 
they feed you all kinds of things like bologna and bratwurst and Ben and Jerry's ice cream and beast. <laughs> when you said bologna, I was like, where is this going? Step brother. My bologna has a first name. It's Frank Sinatra. So I, I kind of thought the B, B story originally was Anya's story so no, because no, no. it felt like that's when it came in the timing and that like had a little bit more weight to it. But then it was not in the second episode at all. So I don't know how you want to do this. Anya's story wasn't Katie? in the second episode at all. It, it wrapped up in the first episode. No, literally the only thing that's in the second episode is her telling Riley that she's going to go to the prom with Owen instead. Oh. And then then there's that weird scene about Riley and his mom. And that's it. I mean, to be fair, the the, the this is the B story. If we're doing Anya, yeah. Anya needs to like is afraid she's going to fail boot camp. So Owen trains her and is like, I'm not training a cokehead. She's like, well, I'm not a cokehead anymore. And he's like, all right, fine. Drop and give me 20. <laughs> now let's make out and go to prom. I, I mean, honestly, like, do we need to say anything more about it? No, except for that. That's really it. The things that we need to say about it have nothing to do with what happens. Um, Although there is a point where she's training and in the background, it says like whatever it takes painted on the wall. She should have farted at one point. Like when she was like doing a pull up, that would have been when she was trying to do the pull up and like almost knocks the whole thing over. It was pretty good. They should have had her fart. I mean, they should have had her (laughs) stress straining herself so much that she let out a tiny fart. And Mm -hmm. Owen, I'm just like, Owen, really? You're like drawing a line in the sand because she did when you were on your coke binge. Yeah, she literally said my coke era is over. And I'm like, what era? Like, it does an era last three weeks. I mean, this is the same as our old, our our best pal, Hot Peter. Yeah. Everyone's drug addiction in this is very short lived. Gambling addiction, any addiction just comes and goes quickly. <laughs> Except for apparently Fiona's. She has to go to rehab twice. Well, that's a fucking, that feels real to me. That's why I like that <sighs> storyline so much. Anyway, what were the other things in this Anya story you wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about the fact that I still find it so weird that she wants to go into the army. Not to say that, like, that's a weird choice. It just came out of the blue. And then she acts like she's wanted this. She said, I wanted this for so long. I worked so hard for this chance. And I'm like, you didn't really work that hard for that chance. You just didn't immediately get it. So right. you had to do something extra. And, also, and I don't, I, it's just such a weird character thing where I'm like, I don't believe it. It's such a weird character thing. And, and then there's the moment when they're at Degrassi and she's like, this is like my only option. It's what are you talking about? Just defer. What this is yeah. not your only option. Yeah, How and if you didn't do that well, you? go back to school with Fiona who's going to be there another year. It's going to be fine. But take some community college classes and reapply. Why is nobody there to advise her to say this isn't your only option? You Mm -hmm. made a mistake. You applied to only one college there. You're 18 years old. It's people go to college when they're 23. Like you don't. Yeah. It's not your only option. No. 
But I don't know. Maybe she does want. It just seems like there was never a inkling like you know the check the old Chekhov's gun there was no Chekhov's gun to uh mm-hmm. Anya wanting to be in the army until she didn't get into college yeah yeah and so suddenly it like and she doesn't understand that like she's gonna have to do basic training and what that entails and she's like reading through the stuff with Riley and he's like you know you're gonna have to do all this stuff like chin-ups and all and she's like what I like she seems to have no clue what the army means <laughs> yeah, she really does and then she just saw a commercial when she had done coke while she was in a bathroom somewhere and she decided this is what she wanted to do and she's so obsessed with it now but yeah i mean more power to her if she goes and she succeeds i just don't believe it for this character because it came out of nowhere yeah there was no sense it came it came it came out of not knowing what to do yeah there's no sense of like duty or patriotism it's just like i guess i have to do something it's like you really don't have you met spinner (laughs) i'm pretty sure spinner spinner whose like career aptitude test said like cop and clown (laughs) and then he didn't get into cop school and he didn't become a clown he ran the dot he ran the dot and now what does he do and he married emma yeah now he's i don't know they're not there in the dot anymore because we're in the dot all the time it's the only place in degrad well even little mistakes we haven't seen in a while ever since uh left stopped working there we don't need to know that marisol's still working there love marisol um owen is a creep but whatever she likes him they kiss they make out they're gonna go to prom together Mm -hmm. he was so impressed with her because she like wasn't doing coke i'm just like fuck you you judgmental prick they also have like a montage of her working out and getting better and i'm like how many days did this span like three maybe like it doesn't feel like it's very long that even feels like a lot like, too even, long. Yeah. It seems like it was maybe two max, probably yeah. just one day, and she got better that one day. That was very funny. Yeah, That's and then it. she puts on her uniform at the end, and he gives her a kiss. Salute. Hmm. I'm curious to see if we. I feel like I've seen pictures of her in her uniform, but I don't know if it's this or if there's more. If we get more, there might of be this more. Story. We'll see. I feel like she's gonna come back and like talk to the school or something. Mm-hmm. I'm B. There's a be. there's a Hollywood dialysis center across the street from me, and I was like, I wonder if Holly J. Holly J. Yeah, she's over there. Well, Rach, could you get that C story for me? Yeah. For some reason, so I guess for some reason, your 11s get to go to the prom. Also, like it seemed very odd of like who got to go to the no, prom. No, I think that I? Katie can go because she's gonna be the president. Yeah. Or something like that. Because Marisol, I don't think, could go. Am I wrong? But then maybe she was. I don't know. I was very confused about this because then she asked Drew to go. um, And Drew is suddenly seems to be more okay with Marisol. That also wrapped up very quickly. That whole like him being weird about things. Yeah. He was just like, you know, I don't understand girl friendships, like you said at the beginning, but, you know, I appreciate that you're loyal to her. Um, Yeah. Katie was like, he doesn't understand how I forgave you so quickly, basically. Yeah. She was like, well, fuck him then. But then Marisol gets it in Katie's head that Drew is like slutty because he dated. He went to the boiler room with Bianca, whether or not that's Mm -hmm. true or not. You know, I mean, he did go to the boiler room, but whatever mm-hmm. happened, happened. Did they bone? Yeah. 
I thought there was a beach in there, but not not boning. Yeah. So Katie's like, I'm not ready to have sex yet. So I'm going to ask him to get an STD test. Yeah. (laughs) I loved how Marisol was like convinced that this means that Drew wanted to have sex. Yeah, he totally. So she asked him if he ever had an ST. Sorry, STI. I'm still I'm Mm -hmm. old. It was as I know I'm the I'm the of the D generation. Mm, yeah, that's how they should divide us up. The D and the I. <laughs> it was yeah. the D and it was the I. <laughs> so he said he was like, no, I'll totally get an STI test. This means you want to have sex. I love it. Mm-hmm. Katie's like, oops, oops. Mm-hmm. The the boomers are the social disease generation. Yeah, the social disease. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it took me a minute to come up with social disease. Social. social I don't know D. what Gen X is though. The social D. Um, and then. What happens? This is a very like. It's a weird. It's like nothing. Story. Happened, they spent like. a lot on the A story. Um, so she asked him a bunch of like rapid fire questions. And, and that's when she asked like him about getting like an STI test and thinks that this is going to put it off a little bit, but it doesn't really seem like it's going And she's starting to freak out because she's like, I don't know that I'm ready to lose my virginity. And she tells Maris all this. Um, And then Drew kind of walks in on them talking. um, And it's this whole thing. Like Maris also something about like sharing. They talk about like sharing a cookie and Drew walks in and he's like, oh, there's cookies. (laughs) It was very dumb. This is a perfect Um, example of one of the things that irks you the most, which is like, if you just say the thing, this is like three's company, right? Misunderstanding kind of shit. Just talk about it. Just say, but they kind of do talk about it, but they kind of don't at the same time. And it's like, she says all the things she doesn't want to say. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Katie's so forward, but then she's like, actually like, but I really don't want to have sex yet. Um, and so, Drew invites her over to watch movies at his house alone. And she's like, oh, my God, he's going to want to have sex with me. And I don't know that I'm ready for this. So Katie comes up with a scheme where she has Marisol pretend that she lost her keys and come over to Drew's house and then just watch the movie with them. And Drew got really annoyed and kind of kicks Marisol out this and then they finally have the conversation yeah and but not until after Katie lays down on the sofa (laughs) and kind of poses that was so funny it was so funny but um and and then it comes out that she's like I don't think I'm ready to have sex like I'm a virgin and I'm I don't think I'm ready for that and he's like I didn't ask you over here to have sex I wanted you to meet my mom but none of this made any absolute sense at all because like the story is she's like, I want you to get an STI test. And he's like, why? Because you want to have sex. And she's like, uh, well, yeah, maybe. So then he gets the test and then he's like, turns out I'm free. And he goes, he says, like, I'm clean. And he looks at Marisol and he goes, feel free to tweet it, which is very funny. <laughs> feel free to tweet it is very funny. <laughs> and then he's like, literally goes, I'm clean. Feel free to tweet it. Do you want to come over to my house? Yeah. Uh, and watch movies alone. And then he's surprised that she thinks he wants to have sex with her. Like, what are you? Mm-hmm. What? You're all dumb. Like, none of you can read any sort of into any. You're all giving these 
the context clues you're giving are all mm-hmm. suggesting a thing. And then you go, what? I didn't, I didn't mean that. I wanted you to meet my mom. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. come to, I just passed an STI test. Come and watch movies with me at my house by my, by ourselves. Look, I'm not saying it, it means that. It's just saying like, you, you, you're not given good, um, uh, uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Rach? Uh, signals? Signals! Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, You that, went that. like this, Blink. and I went signals. Signals. <laughs> I, I was just, this whole thing was so weird. And then, she, basically, she was like, you're so experienced. Is he that experienced? As, I, I, I don't even, I, I don't think that he's boned anybody, right? Isn't that? It's just the, the Bianca thing in the, in the, in the. Boiler, Bianca in the boiler room with the lead pipe. Yeah, I was to say with the the wrench. His lead pipe, if you know what I mean. Ooh. I don't know. Are you sure that it's not um, with the dialysis? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so she meets his mom. His mom grills her because she's Mrs. Torres, and that's what she does. But all mm-hmm. in all, it turns out okay. I guess I don't know. This was so stupid. This was all like a big created to do by Katie. And Drew wasn't like pushing anything. He wasn't. She was just like, oh, he he must want to have sex with me. Well, yeah, of course he does. Mm -hmm. But doesn't mean he's going to try. No, not necessarily. Um, Yeah. So she meets Mrs. Mrs. Audra Torres, who grills her supposedly but also um just looking this out is for like the son. first you know but i think that this is the first girlfriend that's like probably someone good to bring home like yeah. that drew's dated so i yeah. think it's like a good thing i would imagine um, so yeah so they they go out for coffee at the dot and they're talking about this and like meeting mrs torres and stuff and then katie's asking about bianca because bianca volunteered for the grade nine orientation, which I literally was like, wait, does that mean she's going into grade? (laughs) It's like, Oh, hold on a second. Is she getting, did she get left back? And now she's going back to grade nine. I was so confused. Cause remember she decides like with Imogen that she's going to Imogen's one is like, ask her if she wants to volunteer. Yes. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Drew is like, don't trust her with a pack of gum. Like I don't trust her at all. And all this stuff. And Fair enough. He doesn't know the whole story though. And like everything that's going on, but, and then he, Bianca calls him and he doesn't answer. And so it makes you wonder how much has Bianca been calling him and not get, she's not answering. Yeah. This was played as a very like, Ooh. Yeah. But the last like Katie drew Marisol one was also a, Ooh, what's going to happen. It's like very cliffhangery. And then it's just resolved within the first minute of the next episode. That's probably what's going to happen again, where they're just like, okay, sure. Whatever. Bianca's going to find some, uh, or rather Drew's going to find the shit out about what Bianca's been doing. And like, you know, it's going to come to a head Mm -hmm. and someone's going to get some head. Ooh. It's that guy. Yeah, What's I'm his saying. name? What's that guy's name? Oh. The bad guy. Vince. Vince, thank you. I can only think of Tracker in that moment. No. Very long time ago. That's a different character. 
entirely. That's the only name I could think of, but I knew it wasn't him. Anyway. Well, Rach, we've come to that point in the episode. Does it or doesn't it? Does it go there? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. No, it's a sweet episode. It's like a, a three if you had to rate it. This is like an A story and like two other kind of like things. Yeah, like, it's, like little bits of stories. It's really about the graduation, but they didn't make it just about that. They probably could have left this like Katie Drew one for another episode and just filled it with like Sab and Miss Osha. You know, it was kind of they could have. I would have loved that. Also, yeah. what else what else they could have done was instead of doing Katie and Drew, had a Shantae story for fuck's sake. You're, oh my God, Shantae, poor Shantae never gets a real story. She's like front and center with the girls at the other prom, the fake prom. Mm-hmm. And that's all she's doing. What, the, the other stories are all Anya, Fiona, Holly J. What's mm-hmm. about Shantae getting a story? Instead mm-hmm. of friggin' Drew. I'm over it. Drew gets a lot of uh, airtime on this show. Mm-hmm. Most overhyped or whatever we do at the, in the at the end of the year awards. That's what we're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. Gave away my strategy on that just now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So her that's placenta it. Um, falls to the floor. Thanks for that, Singing life. I I got it. I got it. Got it pretty quickly. This broad's placenta is all over my shoes. <laughs> you listen to that. I'm that's smoking a-, a cigarette. <laughs> all right. So Pat. If there's anyone from uh, this episode, unfiltered, of course, but this broad's <laughs> placenta, it's still all over my shoes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. glad he knows the word placenta, but still says broad. This broad. Hey, toots, hey, toots, get your placenta off my shoes. Can you do me a favor of it? I was listening to uh, an episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me earlier, and they had someone call in, and they were like, oh, where are you calling from? And she's like, my daughter's farm in West Virginia. She's like, coming out to help her with the goats. And Peter Sagal was like, based on your accent alone, like the accent that she called in with, she was like, what was your reaction to your daughter saying that she wanted to have a farm? Oh, that's hilarious. This lady had like a New Jersey accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very funny. It's very funny. Um, and the lady was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so, Pat, out of everyone in this episode, who yeah. do you most think deserves a painting done by Charlie? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody should have to. I, I like Mr. all Tuxedo of the fucking <laughs> Owen, because he's such a piece of shit. He deserves an awful painting done by Charlie. Mm-hmm. Of his stupid face. I could have said, who is your valedictorian? But I'm like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. That we'll was way better. the painting. <laughs> um, you know what I'm going to say. It's the same what I'm going to say. Fiona. Mm-hmm. You know. This is a Fiona through and through. <laughs> she got the painting. That's also. Yeah. True. And was not valedictorian. Yeah. She was not valedictorian. Fiona's good. Shot. Fiona's good. Fiona's the Fiona. Fiona's good. These guys, you guys are good. You guys. You guys are good. <laughs> this broad likes watching the puddles gather rain. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's dressed like a bee. I don't know what I'm supposed to think. This broad is making me feel all creeped out. It's not sane. Brought Daisy for the judging face. Hi, Daisy. Daisy, this is what I'm, <laughs> now I'm just having Frank Sinatra say, put this broad in <laughs> different in everything. In different songs from the 90s. <laughs> I'd like to sing Sublime. <laughs> Could you do Sublime? Of course I can. Um, I gotta think for a minute. <laughs> I popped the cap in this broad and I slapped this other broad down. These broads are all around. <laughs> Everywhere I go. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do Annie's 12 years old into Marshall I was, Be That was what I was trying. That was what I was thinking about. And I was like, I can't get there. Annie's 12 years old. Yeah. And two, oh, that's funny. And two more she'll be abroad. She'll be this, this broad. Nobody ever told this broad it was the wrong way. I said, Toots, don't be afraid. Oh, my God. I hate Frank Sinatra. I know you do. Anyway. So we both said Fiona. We know that. Um, we have someone to welcome to the room. I don't think we should allow Frank Sinatra to welcome them to the room, though. And it's not that guy, Rich, who wrote us and asked if we wanted him to be on our podcast to talk about media. Oh, God. I don't have time to get into this right now, but that was a good one. <laughs> that's, for, that's for another day. Yeah. What do we have to um, do? Someone has to come into to, the... some, oh, Someone is coming into the room. Oh, oh. I have been sitting in there in that fucking closet for so long. I've been so cold and so hot. Sometimes I get so cold and sometimes I get so hot. It is never nice temperature. This never go deluxe in the closet. It is also a little bit too hot, a little bit too cold. Rachel, how you doing? It is so good to see you. It's good to see you too. Can you see me? I'm so small. <laughs> I mean, well, I need my glasses, but you're like blurry and like I see you. I'm a flying around blurry. there. I got a little, I got a tiny umbrella and I'm having a great time. Like now, Mary Poppins? Like a Jiminy the Cricket. Yeah, well, he has like he has an umbrella too. I, feel I haven't like seen he that does. in so long. I feel like yeah. he, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I thought he that did. That was one of those things Disney put in the vault, and I never saw it again. I'm pretty sure he has a he has a tiny umbrella. I'm, maybe I'm oh, wrong. Speaking speaking of Disney, I was watching horror stuff on Halloween, and I saw like a commercial on Peacock for visiting Disneyland at Christmas, and I was like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to wait till tomorrow for that. It is mm. Halloween today. <laughs> do not show me Christmas. It's too early. I think it is even a too early to do it on November one. But now everybody does it yeah. on November one. They get uh, the whole. They have no movies. patience. No patience. Yeah, I was at the mall the other day and they were playing Christmas music. The mall. I, like, I didn't even know there was a mall anymore. Which mall? You at the Grove? No, I went to the Glendale Galleria. Oh, you had a good time at the Galleria. Mm -hmm. I did. I you see all of your friends. I went, I went in to get one thing and then I couldn't figure out how to exit because I didn't want to go out the same way I came in ah. and I couldn't figure out how to, I was like, wait, there, where's another exit? <laughs> Took me a long time to find one. Well, good for you. Yeah. I was going to be stuck there. That's why I heard the Christmas music. They had the Christmas music too. You know what they have at the Glendale Galleria? I They've don't. got a beard papa. A what? A beard papa. You ever seen beard papa that make the, um... The stuffed, uh, I can't do the other ones for things. I don't know what the fuck are you talking about. I don't. 
Oh my God, it's this most random store in the world. It's just a place that sells cream puffs and it's got a picture of a fisherman and it's called Beard Papa. That just sounds as a weird thing I never heard of. And there was one in London and I saw it years ago and I was like, what is this store? It just sells cream puffs. And then there was one in New York. There's one in New York, but there's one at the Glendale Galleria. Beard Papa. I don't know what that is. That he kind of looks like you because he's got like a beanie on and a beard and then they just, he's the papa of Who the beard. Who does he look and... like? Me, Mr. Del Rossi? Oh, uh, Pat, sorry. Oh, that doesn't make some yeah, sense. Yeah, not like Mr. Del Rossi, not like that you, sorry. That doesn't make some more sense because you're saying I have a beanie. I don't even know what the beanie is. I'm an Italian. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you've got a tiny bean on your head. <laughs> I'm an Italian. I don't know where beanies. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I wear a suit. I heard someone say Mortadell on a TV show hey! recently, and I was like, Mortadell. <laughs> I love a miss of a Mortadell, a bean papa. It was definitely the bear that I heard them say Mortadell. <laughs> oh, I like it to have something. I like to go to my favorite store, the beard papa. Beard papa. The know. cream puff store. They, I mean, clearly they don't make a, a killing. <laughs> They're not, They're not like, expanding <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> There's not the call for franchising of the beard the papa. That is a sad. I would have assumed more for the beard the papa, but it is a sad. Anyway, who does we have to welcome? I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to welcome a new person to the room because Mm -hmm. the room is one of the best places. Because like I was saying before, it is always a Goldilocks in the room. But in my room here, sometimes not so much. Sometimes it's a bit too hot and a bit too cold. Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa. That is a song for children. Beard I see. Papa. But see, here's the funny thing that you keep saying it like this. You say beard Papa. But I read that and papa. I say, when I read it, I just say beard Papa. I would just say it like that. I would just say like a Papa. Papa. I, don't I see, never say Papa in my life, so it's very hard you for say me papa, to papa, say. You say Papa like a dad, like a papa, papa. Like you're a little papa, child. Like you're a little child on a Christmas morning to say, no, Papa, please, Papa. Please, Beard Papa, can I have some yeah, more? Exactly. Beard Papa, <laughs> may I please have a little bit of He that? looks a little bit like Santa. I mean, I'm going to start calling Santa Claus Beard Papa. Maybe he is a Beard Papa. Maybe that is what the he story is. He is the father of the beard. He might be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do we, is that who we're welcoming into no, the we're room? No, we're not welcoming beard papa. Beard papa. <laughs> Oh, this is so good to have your beard the papa in the room. Come on in and have a cheese of curds. <laughs> that's a, that's no, only cream puffs. Um, no, we are welcoming summer into the room. Perfect time for summer to come into the room because it's almost the winter. So it's a nice to have a summer come in mm-hmm. in the winter. That is a good thing to have. All the time it comes a winter and the summer come in and balance it out. It is so nice to have a summer come into the room. She, I wonder if she's ever been to a beard papa. I bet you not because it feels like a thing that you made up. I know you just showed me like a picture or something, but you could have made that up. I don't know. I don't trust anything I see anymore. I just photoshopped it. It's a crazy... On the off chance that you would have time to talk about it at the end of the episode, you photoshopped it. That's why you shoehorned in talking about the beard of papa. Anyway, it don't happen because I mentioned going to a mall. Yeah. Anyway, Summer, it is so good to have you. We are going to have a, such a good time. You're going to hear great episodes of the show on uh, patreon.com slash deemp, and you're going to hear so- shows about... Two beds and a one a bath and a one a ghost. Maybe you heard it already. You're going to hear shows about the grassy junior high. And then you're going to have a lot of other things, too, that you could do. Well, really just one other thing, which is a Zoom call. 
But that is only if you're at the $10 tier. That is what you got to do. Either way, happy to have you here. You can eat any food you want. You can watch any movies you want. You can have any temperature you want in any of these rooms. You could maybe have cream puffs if you want. They deliver. We have beard papa deliver to the room anytime you want. Papa is such a weird word to say. It's papa. It is papa, but you keep keep saying it like Beard papa. papa. You keep a saying Beard a papa, papa, and that is in my head is a papa, and that I, <laughs> I feel like I would say papa though for real, to be honest. Papa, well, I've never my my dad is dad or he's daddy or he's maybe a daddyo, but he is not a papa. Yes, I believe and he's that. not a pops. I don't think you would have called your daddy papa. That have been a weird or father dearest. Oh, father dear. Anyway, summer, welcome. It's a nice to have you. Indeed. I hope I hope you have one of the best times of your whole life. I hope that's true. I hope that. I really hope that you have the best time of your whole life. And maybe you will, maybe you won't. But it's it's a good thing to strive for. Every Not day making any promises. Strive. Every day you should strive <laughs> to have the best day of your life. Mm-hmm. And if Fill you don't, it with green puffs, honestly, you could have it with the green puffs. Anyway, I love you. <laughs> Me or summer? summer I or don't, beard papa. I love summer. I also love you. I also papa. love you, Rachel. Obviously, I love you. But you don't love me as much. Sometimes yeah, you well, don't... you're making fun of how I say papa. Well, you don't say it like that. You're saying papa. <laughs> like a like a papa. street urchin. Like from... a street urchin. <laughs> <laughs> from a Dickens novel. A papa. I like how like the sea creature got like that's what they decided that was a word for kids living on the street. A street urchin, yeah. Oh, a street urchin, yeah. That's what they meant to say. <laughs> I meant to say it like yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Summer, it is a very good to have you. We're so happy to have you. You're gonna have a great time. And I gotta go because now I need to go back into my room, which is not yeah. the room. I only go to the room on the weekends. Otherwise, and you definitely don't go to see the room unless you're in the mood for it. You talking about the, the movie? Yeah, yeah. Rachel, you're really the one trying to extend this now. Usually it is me doing this <laughs> till that, the end of time. I was I was looking at like the movies that were playing here the other day and they were doing a screening of the room and Tommy Wiseau was going to be there. I got to go. It is a nice talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, Mr. Del Rossi. I love you so much, Rachel. You're my best friend. I'll see you soon. Bye. Oh, boy. Wow, I'm Mr. Del Rossi's best friend. I feel oh, like I, oh, that's yeah. not an equal relationship. I know. I tried to tell him that once, and he was like, wouldn't hear of it. He was like, I don't believe that. that now I'm just going to feel bad. He, he was like, that doesn't just for the show. She's just doing like a, what the Howard Stern does to like a Robin. That's what he thought. Mm-hmm. He thought you were mm-hmm. Howard Stern, and he was like Robin. Gotcha. And like gotcha. you were just sidekick like of sorts. Messing yeah. with him. But really, in mm-hmm. truth, you're best friends. But I was like, I don't think we're on that. Leave him yeah, be. That's all right. Yeah. Let him have his tiny umbrella. Yeah. He has a tiny umbrella now. It's a new accoutrement. Yeah. You know. So you know where to find us. We're on all the could socials. Be worse. He We're could on... have like a, he could have a, uh, he could start wearing, um, what are those hats called? The, those hats. Uh, which, uh, which kind? There, there's uh, Awful hats. No, those awful hats. The news, some... the newsboy caps? No, I know you hate those. I what hate I those. <laughs> fedoras. Oh, fedora. Yeah, yeah. He could have a, a tiny zoot fedora. Zoot riot. Riot. Oh, that, I don't even need to do Frank Sinatra. Like, that would ju- Frank Sinatra would just sing that. Yeah, yeah. Just like it was. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, the Cherry Pop and Daddies would be thrilled. You were doing the uh, whole Yeah, you know where follows. to find us. We're on Instagram at Dean Podcast. We're on Facebook at uh, also Dean Podcast, but we don't really post so much there. But you really want to join the Dope Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group. You can send us an email at every episode ver at gmail.com. Unless you're a person sending us a mass email about appearing on our podcast when you have no idea what our podcast is about. Mm. Um, Patreon. We have a great time over on Patreon. We all dressed up last month um, like different Degrassi characters and had a really good time, <laughs> especially trying to guess Deja's costume. <laughs> yeah, that was a great costume. <laughs> oh, there yeah, were a lot it's a of fun, good ones. It's Everybody a fun place. Did good ones. It's a fun place. You can listen to our recording of Three Bed, Two Bath, One Ghost, our review of it. Um, but we're getting back into Degrassi Junior High over there. But then um, it's going to be Christmas and we're going to do some Christmas. Oh, yeah. Then we got to do some Hallmark nonsense of some sort we'll see we'll see what christmas movies are coming out this year and which degrassi characters are in them yeah and you can leave us a rating and a review on apple Podcasts, and you can also rate our podcast on spotify and that helps get us into the ears of more people so into, please do that and we want to get in those ears that's what we're trying yeah to do. yeah unless you're just like someone who worked high up in the media empire and thinks that you want to be on our podcast because we talk about a canadian teen drama this is that was we'll tell you guys about that next time yeah we have more time (laughs) anyway love it live it love it zoot suit riot as i always say live it love it zoot suit riot roll a comb Um, through your cold black hair so good night and grilled cheese definitely and grilled cheese definitely ikniowski